This episode is brought to you by HP. When you're working apart from your team, feeling connected can be a challenge. Presenting HP Presence, a more thoughtful, human collaboration technology. With enhanced audio and video features, you can experience more genuine collaboration and feel more connected. Be in the room, from any room, with HP Presence. Learn more at hp.com forward slash presence. What is up, world? And welcome to Studio de Hifre, where today's topic, at least to begin, before I get to your mailbag questions, will be Dakota Prescott. Dak Prescott. Because I asked people for cowboy questions this morning. And here's just a sampling of what I got from Trent. How can we expect number four to play better next season? His body of work is in, and I need some hope. From Roberto, is Dak really that bad of a quarterback that Joe Burrow is in year two and going to the Super Bowl and Dak's in year six and can't even get his team to the NFC Championship? And John, seeing Joe Burrow's legs bail out the Bengals when they needed it, do you think Dak's lack of running post-injury is a big loss to his game? So let's talk about Dak a little bit, shall we? Because I do agree with Trent that his body of work is in. But then he adds, I need some hope. I remember when Dak was drafted, I did not think much of Dak. And I remember after his rookie year and then 2017, and then up to about the middle of 2018, I was one of the guys that was like, yeah, I remember because I looked back because we were doing the draft show and I looked back because I wanted to make fun of myself for my Josh Allen takes that have ended up being really bad. And around that same time, somebody reminded me that I probably didn't like Dak at that time. And I was trying to trade Dak in a draft pick for Baker Mayfield. Um, So that's where I was once upon a time with Dak. But I think that his body of work is in, and it says that 2018 skeptical Jeff was wrong. Not that he was right. So I get it. You want to have Pat Mahomes. You want to have, although, I don't know, if Dak had Pat Mahomes' second half, you'd probably try to trade him for a six-round pick. Uh, But, yeah, you want to have the best quarterback in football, and you don't. And that sucks, right? But how can you expect him to play better next season? And comparing him to Joe Burrow being in the Super Bowl, you just can't worry about that. The playoffs, let me rephrase, you're a sports fan, so you're going to worry about results and what your team does. But I think people just have to understand that postseason football, like it's really hard. Once upon a time, Pat Mahomes won his first Super Bowl, and we all just assumed that Pat Mahomes was going to go win five, six, seven, eight Super Bowls, right? And now he's at one, and there are people out there who are pretending that Pat Mahomes is some sort of disappointment, even though he's the best quarterback in football, because that's just what we put on these guys, is Pat Mahomes is supposed to win every Super Bowl, and if he doesn't, wow, what a choke job. And so if Dak hasn't been to an NFC title game, wow, what a choke job, he's not good enough. And if Joe Burrow goes out and beats Pat Mahomes in a playoff game, like are we just going to say that Joe Burrow's a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes? Of course not. That's kind of the world we live in, is that your team results are going to dictate what people think about a bunch of individual players, especially the quarterback. The reasons for optimism of Dak is, over the course of his career, he's been a better player than what he was the second half of this year. And because you have a clear delineating line of when did it happen, I think that draws you a reason for optimism. After the ankle injury after multiple surgeries, 
and you come back and you start the regular season, he played really, really well. So can he overcome the ankle injury? Yeah. Then you had the calf strain, misses a game, comes back, and that also coincided with somehow where they stopped being able to block. But because I can see clearly the delineating line of when did the offense stop playing well consistently, answer, Dak's calf strain. He looked hesitant to take off running. He couldn't. He didn't trust his offensive line. I won't say couldn't because Burrow's offensive line is bad, but he just trusts it anyway. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Dak will be better because he'll be further removed from things that I think got into his brain. It was physical. I believe it was mental where I don't trust my line. My receivers are dropping balls. Will, if I try to take off here or make this throw and torque off this leg, is it going to hurt my leg again? I think the further you get removed from that, the more likely it is that Dak's just going to be Dak. And we like that guy. That guy's pretty darn good. So just chill out, and we're going to be okay. Next, are you in the camp of getting rid of Kellen? I think continuity and hoping for him to fix his mistakes is better for us than having an entire new offense and hopes for better. I put a poll up at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh. And I think you guys were almost 50% were saying you absolutely did not want Kellen Moore back. I don't have a strong preference because again, pretending that after going 12 and five and losing a playoff game where you've had 14 penalties. And maybe if you take away one of them, much less five or six of them, you win a playoff game. Uh, I don't pretend that's the end of the world. I can't blame all Kellen Moore for you can't block, you commit penalties, you drop balls, and the quarterback has his is inconsistencies and struggles. I don't hang all of that on Kellen Moore. Do I think that Kellen Moore didn't do a great job of helping? I do. But like Dak, his track record doesn't say I can't coach. You know, so to me on the offense for the Cowboys, you give Dak an off season to just kind of reboot, feel good physically and come into a year ready to rock. And hopefully you give me a new person leading the offensive line group and you can get that group back to playing. Okay. You add a couple of decent players in the draft and you got a chance to be good again. You got a chance, but that's not the way that people feel today, which is why we have our emotional support animals. Because we get mad at the Cowboys. Jerry's a stupid head. McCarthy's a terrible coach. Kellen's a terrible coach. Dak's a bad quarterback. All of those things. Don't worry about the fact that you scored the most points in football. Clearly everyone sucks. It's just where we're at. That's the way it goes when you lose. Do you think this coaching staff going forward can go up another level? Given the cap situation, is the staff capable of making more out of less? It'll be hard to be better on paper next year than you were this year. For sure because you're likely going to lose at least a couple of wide receivers. Hell, they may choose to lose a wide receiver that's their number one wide receiver. On paper, it'll be tough to be better than you were this year. But if you can commit less penalties, your quarterback can play better, and your offensive line can block better, you could be a better team next year than you were this year. you got to figure out how to beef up the defensive interior, and you got to get the offensive line to play better. Outside of that... I believe Dak naturally returns to a better version uh, of him than you saw this year. And sure, you got a chance. 
Dan, beans or no beans and chili? No beans. Thank you. Uh, Camber says, do you prefer Brisker or Hill at safety in the draft and when this team actually draft one that high? That is a really good question. Daxton Hill is at Michigan. Jaquan Brisker is at Penn State. They're my two favorite non-Kyle Hamilton safeties in this draft. Hill is no doubt the superior athlete and can probably play nickel corner in the league as well as playing safety, whereas Brisker, I think, is more of a box safety that's capable of playing a deep half. I like them both. Would this team actually draft one that high? Yeah, I have my doubts. But you could let Captain Trade down ride again. I can get some more t-shirts out there. You let Captain Trade down ride, and you could pick Brisker or Hill at 30, 31, 32. Pick up a second-round pick, something like that. That'd be fun. Oh, another draft question. About wide receivers. Jeff, seen that you like CD to be in the slot more. Who are some of the best outside receivers in the draft? I like Drake London, but we need more options to choose from. There's going to be a ton. I'm just... I'm only like 25 players into studying this draft, and the only receiver I watched was Jamison Williams and some of John Mechie at Alabama. We're going to find a guy. Ohio State's got Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. You got Drake London at USC. You got Traylon Burks at Arkansas. You got um, a bunch of dudes. There's a bunch of dudes. We can find a wide receiver. We're going to find a wide receiver. Do you guys feel like the word cowboy is just a synonym for horse pirate? No. No, I don't. But I will say, I kind of wish that pirating was a viable career still because I would like to be a pirate, but not the sort of pirate who kills people and steals things. Just the kind of pirate that rides around on a cool boat ship and looks for, like, stuff that sank and treasure. I just want to be a treasure-seeking pirate. I wouldn't be a mean pirate. Be a nice pirate. My guy, Mike Crum, is there a player you'd give up number 56 to move up and get? I'll be honest, I don't realistically see it. Golly, we're already trying to trade up. Let me take a peek at the board. Uh, If you could get me Evan Neal or Iki Ikwanu, two of the top offensive tackles in this draft. Maybe I'd give up my second to go do that. Could you get me Aiden Hutchinson, who might go number one? Other than that, I think you let this thing play out. You don't go chasing. You let this thing play out. All right. Leave in the comments at youtube.com slash Jeff Cavanaugh what you would like to hear about. If you have a question, you can also tweet me at JC1053. And, of course, make sure you're listening to G-Bag Nation 2 to 7 every day, home of the Cowboys, 105.3 The Fan, and on the Odyssey app if you're outside the listening area. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye.